Welcome to the 80s and 90s presents 99, where every day is a party like it's 1999. Here's your hosts, Jamie Fenderson and Milo Dennison. All right, Jamie, April 20th, 1999. It was a Tuesday. A couple guys walked into the high school, murdered 13 people, 12 students and one teacher and injured more than 20 others. I mean, we had mass shootings prior to this, but not quite to this level. You know, at that time, it was the highest number of deaths in a school shooting in the U.S. Yeah, it was the biggest school shooting to date. Like it was it was like the big one. Yep. To that point, it's been exceeded since. Yeah. Well, I think this brought in this kind of this is the and we we, we often were a light hearted show. But I think sometimes we do talk about serious stuff like this because we, we have a whole podcast about 1999. But not everything in 1999 was great. And this was probably among the worst things that happened in 1999. So it's real history, right? Exactly. And it was also, I think, that first big bad news item that fell within the new 24-hour news cycle that we have to where every station was talking about it constantly. And, you know, you had all the footage from the helicopters overhead with the students running out of the building and and, uh, you know, the sounds of the gunfire and stuff. So it was really sensationalized on top of it. And then, of course, you've got all the pundits like, oh, well, was it because they were members of this trench coat mafia or were they, you know, ostracized by other students or was it video games or they listened to Marilyn, Marilyn Manson. Manson. Yeah, Marilyn Manson. Well, and people wanted to look for blame, right? Because it was a horrible thing. These mm -hmm. guys, these kids, uh, Eric Harris and Dylan uh, Claybold, they they this was a this was a wasn't hey i just found a gun and and now i'm gonna go just kind of attack some people this was premeditated they had video of them talking about what they were going to do um they had these weapons bought for them by like older friends i guess these i look at these weapons and they look like something that i didn't even know was legal but i guess they are and they had bombs. This could have been worse, Milo. They had bombs. Um, and fortunately, the bombs didn't didn't go off. Otherwise, the body count probably would have been a lot higher because they were planning on killing a lot more people than they did. Yeah, that was the plan. They put two duffel bags with the bombs in the cafeteria scheduled to blow up at 1117, I think. But since they didn't explode killing a bunch of kids in the cafeteria, they then had to just go in and do all the shooting and stuff. And you mentioned weapons, two nine millimeter handguns, two 12 gauge shotguns, a high point nine, nine, five carbine, which is basically a kind of a rifle that shoots. Um, I think it shoots nine millimeters round. So it's basically a combination of the two, uh, another pump action shotgun, uh, tech nine semi-automatic, a double barrel shotgun, and of course, what well, we already mentioned, the bombs. So these guys were heavily armed. And what one of them had what the TEC nine pistol, which like looks like something out of like like something that terrorists would have. It looks like something like in the in the moody in the movies, like the terrorists would have, like in their fighting with John McClane or Arnold Schwarzenegger character. I, I remember back then. I mean, it was terrible. Right. And it was freaky. And then you kind of see the video of them in there and they look like armed and like, where do these kids get these things? Mm -hmm. Jeez. 
But yeah, they, they ended up murdering a bunch of students and a teacher. I, I also want to mention that there were some like after um, afterwards, some lives were affected. A number of people, there were a number of suicides. Yep. Um, some some survivors were like paralyzed and, and maimed for life. So these these kids did some damage. Looking back at it, I think it hearkened in a new era where school shootings are just a thing now. I'll tell you a story. My, my son's school, they had to go on modified lockdown because they found a box of ammo in the bat boys bathroom. That was last week. Jeez. So it, 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 it's a new era now where these things are, unfortunately, I, I feel bad that I'm not surprised when these things happen now. Um, and I think this was the first kind of big one that that really made that a new era man and it's crazy there's actually they termed it it's called the culture of culture of columbiners or the columbine effect and so since 1999 there have been 21 shootings using columbine as the model at least that they know of where basically the people that were planning the shootings basically saying because of columbine we want to be like that but you know, since then, there have been way more mass shootings. In fact, in 2021, even during with COVID, with many schools being closed, they were saying there were it was one of there were more school shootings than any previous year. So the numbers just keep going up, not in regards to mass shootings in, in re, re, like this one where they killed multiple people, but to where like, you know, one person gets killed or somebody, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, that was on uh, Statistica and it said as of December, 2021, 20, there were 249 school shootings in the United States. And of those nine were active shooter incidents. So nine is this type of scenario where they go in with the attempt of like trying to kill mass people. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And it's amazing that we're so desensitized to it, right? Because mm-hmm. in 1999, when this happened, it was news. But now it's like, you know, oh, there's nine of these happened last year. I I remember, I think I hear, I remember hearing about one of them, I think in Michigan or something like that, but that's it. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, so these kids, I, I try, I, I was looking back and this is a dark subject. Um, this was hard to, this was hard to research. But again, I think it's good to research things that aren't as good about the 80s and 90s and 99, 1999, because not everything was great, right? Yeah. Um, and a lot of it, the the FBI says, you know, hey, these kids were kind of disturbed, right? I think one of them was a bona fide, like the leader, um, Harris was a was a, like a bona fide, like kind of psycho, but the other was like very depressive. And so, you know, the the one wanted to go out with a bang and the other one just wanted to go out somehow. Right. So I, I think these kids were disturbed. They were very disturbed. Um, so it makes me think, Hey, one, how do I, we identify or did they, did, could they identify back then? Or, or do, do we even do a good job now of identifying people with mental illness like this? Right. I don't think we did a good job back then of doing it. Um, and I don't know if we do a good job now. I think maybe we do better. Like they're at school, they're always taking these surveys and stuff and all that. Maybe they're better about it now. But back then, I don't think that they were. They're like, ah, maybe we'll give them some meds. Everything's fine, right? There, there, there. There's a lot of uh, 
signs that they were going to do this, man. There were so many signs. They had videos saying, we're going to kill people. They used to write poems. We're going to kill people. They were disturbed kids. So I don't, I don't know if we do a better job of that nowadays of identifying those type of kids and getting them some help, you know? I, th- I think we do to an extent, but yeah, I mean, they had a website as well. They had, they kept diaries, all that kind of stuff. I think so, especially they, they do seem to be paying more attention to what kids are posting on social media. At least some areas are, um, some schools are implementing like anonymous options where like, Hey, do you think somebody's going to do something S- submit it anonymously? So you don't have to worry about repercussions counselors, high school counselors being more trained to look like, because I don't know about you, but my high school counselor was a tool. He was completely useless and an utter prick on top of that. Back then they, maybe they didn't take their job seriously or something. I, I, I didn't have a good counselor either. And I even left high school early to go kind of do my own thing. Cause I just didn't dig it. Um, and so I mean, I, I, I don't, I think that's one way that today's world is a little superior is that they kind of maybe hire people with more passion and maybe a little more credentials nowadays than they did back then. Hopefully here's another, I don't know another thing, and you might have more insight into this than I do. Another thing that has not changed or whatever is the gun whole, the whole gun thing seems to be a politic political thing. And I don't really understand it. Um, for instance, if you're a hunter and you have hunting rifles, because those are tools for your sport. Okay. I kind of get that. And then even the whole handgun thing, I I don't like it, but I can understand it. Right. People want to have a weapon that they can, because we live in America, shoot there, maybe they're afraid or something and they want to have their handgun so they can protect themselves. Again, I don't like it, but I get it. But, but I'm looking right now at the, the guns, that these kids use to, to kill these, their fellow students and the teacher and stuff. These don't look like weapons that are either for either of those things. These look like, like military grade weapons that you would use if, if you're like a terrorist or something. Like, I, I don't see how a kid could get a hold of any of these weapons. And I don't know what they're used for other than doing mass killing that that's what these like this carbine and this, tech nine pistol these look like it's they're designed specifically to do mass killing where where, what is where did these kids get these things man and has it changed at all has has it gotten better it hasn't that's the problem now with this whole uh you know don't infringe on my rights don't fire them because that their tech nines one of the clips that the kids had was a 52 round clip right so that's a lot you don't need that for target practice (laughs) 52 rounds or to go hunting um, the, the, the people that bought these kids, these weapons, one person was not prosecuted for buying them. And I think one of the other guys, other people was, and ended well, up two actually, of the others were two of the other words. That's right. So the one wasn't, and then the other two were, and ended up actually going to jail, uh, prison. They for went to prison for years, like right? four to six years. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So that's one thing. Prosecute people for buying weapons. That most recent one in the U.S., the I think the Michigan one that I was mentioning, um, I could be wrong on the state by that, but I know his parents, they've charged his parents for buying that kid the weapon. So that's one. Yeah. Hold people liable for putting guns into these into the hands of people that shouldn't have them. 
I own a firearm, I have a, a, a nine millimeter pistol locked in a safe and not somewhere that I, a kid could get a hold of it. And like you, I was in the military and learned how to handle a weapon, you know? So the other thing is like all these loopholes, like if you buy a weapon from a dealer, you, they do a background check and all that. But if you buy it from an event, like a, a swap meet, you don't. So there's like all these loopholes to get around, you know, having background checks to buy a weapon. So I, I'm with you. I'm not necessarily saying we need to infringe on people's rights to own a firearm, but be smart about it, right? Like to drive a car, you need to have a driver's license and you need to have insurance, you know? Yeah. But I, if I own a nine millimeter high point nine nine five carbine or a tech nine pistol, I don't actually need insurance for that, right? <laughs> no, you don't need anything. Yeah. You don't need to prove that you know how to use it. You no. don't have to take a gun safety class. You don't have anything. But I, but uh, in order to just go to the supermarket, I need to be licensed and 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 they need my identity and all this kind of stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get it. And and I know people listening now are probably all like, oh, I have strong feelings on politics and all that. I I I don't know about the politics of it all. I I just. I just don't I, I don't get it with the whole, hey, we need like these type of weapons just floating around. Well, whatever. I, I, I guess as a father now of a teenage son, I don't I, I'm concerned about that kind of stuff. Right. Well, it's something to be concerned about, because if you think about when we were in school, like in high school, I could enter or exit the school at any point throughout the day in any of the multiple doors that got me into that school. Right. Yeah. At no point in time was I worried about being shot by one of my fellow students. Worst thing is we get into a fight after school kind of a thing out behind the whatever building that, that that's the that's the what you got to worry about in high school. And uh, when I went now, a lot of schools have metal detectors. When kids come in, they do, you know, random checks. They check your bag. They lock doors so you can only get in and out one door. They have security guards. We didn't have a security guard in my high school. Uh, and not even high schools now, middle schools, grade schools, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And you grew up in Spokane. And I'm, yeah, that's, that's the hood, Spa Compton, man. They do, they do active fire drills, you know, like in the sixties in Florida and the South, and they were doing like the missile Cuban missile crisis, you know, duck and cover drills. They do that now with students of like, if we're in an active shooter situation, what do we do? And, yeah, you know, it's ridiculous. They, they're they're inventing systems for like how to quickly, how to prop, you know, to lock classroom doors and um, and bolt them shut so that they can't be open from the outside during a active shooting situation. Like the fact that they have to do this because they're this is so prevalent in the country is utterly ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and I think in, in my mind and well, even the word Columbine is synonymous with this type of mass shootings at a yeah. school. Right. It's a Columbine or it, it can even be used as a verb. It's kind of like going postal mm -hmm. um, only instead of the workplace, like going postal, going Columbine or having a Columbine means at the school. Right. This event made it it made itself a noun, made itself a verb, made itself a culturally a significant kind of thing because now whenever we see these school shootings, we think of this one. And I'm, I just think it's interesting like to see, because there's a lot of hurt people and people just want, they want somebody to blame. And it's hard because who's to blame? Well, ultimately a couple of kids and that sucks when you're like, Oh, this was just 
like a thing that a couple of kids did, but then you, but then you want to do other things like you want to, Oh, Marilyn Manson must be the problem. Or maybe it's the video games or the jocks, the jocks must've picked on them. You know, maybe it's the jocks, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. And, and I don't know, maybe it is a combination of all those things. But it's it's just interesting to see um, if you see all the blaming and if you see the media, like the, how the media picked up on this. And you know how how much of a fan I am of 90s news media. Right. Mm-hmm. And this this was just covered nonstop for hours and hours and hours. Right. Yeah. And, and, and it blew up and, and it was a big deal. But then when 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 90s media gets a hold of it, it becomes tenfold, a hundredfold. So I don't know. I, I just, I think 1999 was awesome, but not everything about it was. And this was one of the very most non-awesome things. One of the worst things about 1999 is it rung in, this event rung in a new era. And then a couple of years later, you got the 2001 terrorist attacks. And I think those two things rung in a new era of, yeah, school shootings and, and terrorist attacks. This is kind of the new norm this sucks, man. And I feel so bad for the victims. I feel so bad for their families. Yeah. I can only imagine if something like that happened to my kid. Um, I don't think I can make through it. And some of the, some people didn't, there were residual effects. Some people, there were some suicides later because some people couldn't, couldn't deal with it. Anne-Marie Holtshutter's mother killed herself six months after the shooting. Uh, so just to name a few people, and I got this off of Wikipedia, by the way, or I think I got it yeah. off Wikipedia. It was and there P- PTSD, like PTSD. a lot of people with, with that kind of the stuff the rest of their lives. Yep. Greg Barnes committed suicide. Houston Eubanks died from a drug overdose because he developed an opioid addiction, opioid addiction uh, from the medication he was giving from the injuries. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's still, you know, more that aren't even listed there. Yeah, it's bad stuff. And and I just hope, man. I would, I just hope that we can do better, you know? Well, let's finish this subject up by saying some of the things that we can do. Police, of course, are now planning better how to react to shooters, school shootings to reduce situations like this. Cause it was like, it started and then roughly 45 minutes later, police started to enter the school cause they didn't know what to do. Same with the Virginia tech one. It still, I think, is the record for the most victims at 32 in Virginia Tech. The police basically just stood outside and didn't do anything. Yeah, and that's kind of the old school way. And I think the the whole active shooter thing now is they they go in and they 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 try to find the shooter and take him down immediately, as opposed to just kind of hanging out outside, like like the old school way. That's how you did it in the old school way. You try to negotiate and all this stuff, but that's not how it is anymore. Yeah, so that's good. Um, something else is stop giving them the fame, right? The reason why some of these things happen is because people want to be famous. They want to be like, I want to be the person that set the new record. I want to be, you know, I want to go out in a blaze of glory. So let's not make them famous. Let's make, you know, let's talk about the victims and the families. uh, If we want to name, I think that's one Um, support laws that restrict providing access to guns for kids. You know, we're not talking repeal the second amendment. We're not talking about taking rights a way to own a firearm, but just be smart about it. And safety locks, teaching safety, that kind of stuff, and properly punish people who provide guns to people like this. Speak out about mental health. 
So if your kids are depressed or talking about being bullied or being picked on, or if they're saying things like, I wish I was dead or I wish everybody else was dead, talk to your kid, be there for them. If they need therapy, don't be, you know, don't be, ah, therapy's bad or get them help if you think they need it. Teach your kids not to be bullies by the way, I think is important too. Like, you know, you might think it's funny or you might not, a lot of times bullies don't even think they're being bullies. They just think they're being funny, you know, and then you don't realize it. So teach them what that means and what it means to the person that it's, they're being picked on. You know, if they're picking on a nerdy kid or the goth kid or whatever, you know, that can have repercussions that you might not realize about support your local schools, good counselors for students, the teachers that have to actually be around these kids all the time and be an involved parent. So not necessarily hovering, but, and don't be that jackass parent that teachers dread to see walking in through the door, but, you know, be involved in your kid's life and go to school events and talk to the teacher and don't teach fear to your kids too. I mean, don't let your kids be raised constantly scared that they're going to, you know, something bad's going to happen to them. Teach them to, yeah, be kind, to be good, be generous. Good list here, here, Milo. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to add some uh, resources too to the podcast page and even the newsletter. Um, just add some resources and don't feel, don't feel bad about reaching out to people, man. I, I have my own issues going on and I've got, a, I got help for it and it's, it's rad. So it's not nothing to be ashamed of, man. We're, we're humans. Absolutely. So I'll put some resources in the newsletter and the, in the podcast page. Um, and if you're, they're good resources. So if you're having issues, man, just check out the resources. 